Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. This is Buford from the Mark Aram Show and many other things around this building. You got any food I can eat? No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever Back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 11.07.7 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Low T Chuck is off tonight because he had to deal with the Erickson undecideds. I want to get into the Aram undecideds, but I don't know if we're going to have time. Uh, that being said, Jazzercise screening the calls and Longoria with his stoic Mexican work ethic on the other side of the takeout window. Uh, this kid on, on Twitter is accusing me of being racist by calling you a stoic Mexican. Oh, okay. Is that racist? I, don't, that, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. Kind of complimentary. Yeah. I don't take it racist. So. <laughs> if it is, it's not, I, don't, I don't think it is. Sto- stoicism. You're, yeah. you're a rock. Yeah. I don't think that that's racist. I mean, I'm a pudgy Jewish guy. You are. DeMarco is, I don't even know what DeMarco is. <laughs> I'm kind of black on certain days. <laughs> like, I don't know what DeMarco is. Sanjay's a little furry Indian dude. Yeah, he is a furry Indian. Johnny Kielbasa He's... is a, a, a portly uh, sausage-eating Polish guy. <laughs> I mean, what? And low T has low T. Yeah, we're all just we're just stereotypical <laughs> friends. We're you know it's stereotypical. Friends. I never knew stoic <laughs> was racist. I didn't. I don't think of it as racist. Look no. that up. I'm gonna look it up. Jazz how, how do you spell that? S T O I C. I'm looking it up. And I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say I want to build a stoic wall to keep Longoria's people out. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. you know you're the stoic. You're the stoic. Mexican one. You do have me on an, on a, in another room window. Uh, <laughs> I do have you walled off. <laughs> segregated from the studio. rest of the people, though. Yes, indeed. What, what do we got for stoic there, Jazzercise? Is that... Uh, uh, did I spell it right, stoic? I think it's S-T-O-I-C. No? S-T-O-I-C? I'm not, a, I'm not a great speller. You want me to look it up on my phone? A person that, <laughs> that can endure pain? Yeah, what else? What other definitions are in Let's there? Let's see. Uh, another term for... Stocial? <laughs> All right, never mind. Belonging to... St- <laughs> <laughs> Belonging to what? Stoic or school of philosophy? He's stoic, man. I don't know. I thought it was like he's a rock. That's like, is that... Are you using the right word, though? Yeah, well, no, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but it sounds good. You can. He's stoic, man. He's, I, that doesn't sound racist here. to me. Though. I call him stoic because he's always here. He never calls in sick. A person who can endure pain, he can. 
Yeah, he can take a lot. I can take all the pain for not calling in sick. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going with whatever, stoic. Whatever kid yeah. on Twitter. I'm kind of stoic myself. Kid on Twitter. All right, uh, so we're discussing the uh, the dust-up today between the Pope and Donald Trump. In case you missed it, here's the latest from CBS Radio News. Republicano Donald Trump. Asked about Trump's immigration proposals on his flight from Mexico to the Vatican, Pope Francis said a person who talks only of building walls and not bridges is... Non è cristiano. Not Christian. Donald Trump angrily responded in South Carolina. For a religious leader... To question a person's faith is disgraceful. Trump said he's a proud Christian, a Protestant, not a Catholic, and he called Francis a pawn of the Mexican government. He said negative things about me because the Mexican government convinced him that Trump is not a good guy. This Trump supporter says the controversy won't affect his vote in Saturday's primary. I'm not a fan of the Pope anyways. I was raised Southern Baptist. Like most GOP voters in South Carolina. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News. So the pump, uh, the pump... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Pope, the, what? the pump, the oh, Pope uh, basically calls out Donald Trump today, uh, basically for the immigration policy and calls and says he is not a Catholic uh, or not a Christian, rather. Um, and and Trump, uh, you know, pushed back on that, as you might expect uh, Trump to do. Um, and he kind of came back a little bit today on on CNN uh, uh-huh. during their town hall meeting. This is what he had to say to Anderson Cooper. moment when you first heard the Pope had said something about you that you thought, maybe I'm going to have to ask for forgiveness? <laughs> no. No, look, I, I really... <laughs> not really. Uh, I have a lot of respect for the Pope. I think he's got a lot of personalities, very different. He's a very different kind of a guy. Uh, and I think he's doing a very good job. He's a lot of energy. But I would say that... Uh, I think he was very much misinterpreted, and I also think he was given false information. If he would have heard our side, the side from people that live in the United States. Would you like States, to meet with him and talk to him about it? I'll do it anytime he wants. I mean, I think it would be very interesting. No, I like him. I mean, I like him as a personality. I like what he represents, and I certainly have great respect for the position. There, I, I, Trump, uh, Trump with Anderson Cooper tonight on the CNN Town Hall. So what, what role should religion play in politics? I admitted that in 2000 I voted for uh, Al Gore simply because there was a Jewish man on the ticket, Joe Lieberman, for vice president. That influenced my vote. It, it, it certainly did. Catholics out there, does this brush up with the Pope and Donald Trump impact your uh, voting decisions? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Aaron is in commerce. Aaron, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you, Aaron? I've been listening to y'all for quite a while here coming down the road. Um, I have done heard three... He was a Methodist, he was a Presbyterian, and then just now they said he was a Protestant of Trump. So if he's a Protestant, the Protestants and the Catholics don't get along very good. So I can see him why they would be doing that. Why he would say something like that. So so will this impact your voting at all? Uh, no. No, he wouldn't. According to uh, Wikipedia, he is a Presbyterian. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know. I just heard three different ones. The guy just now on the radio said he was a Protestant. I said, whoa, wait a minute. Well, well, Protestantism, Presbyterianism is a form of Protestantism. Well, in the past, the Catholics, you know, they didn't get along with them. They had a few few fallouts. Well, yeah, they they kind of broke away. It was like the breakaway republic, Martin Luther and all that. Yeah, absolutely. And Vatican City has a wall all the way around it with a small army garden. And you just can't walk into that place. You cannot. You cannot. You got to get an appointment. 
but the size of of that place, according to <laughs> to the border of you know Mexico, understood. It's kind understood. of small. Uh, John's in Kentucky. John, you're on the Mark Aram show. Ah, uh, thank you. I would say that uh, Donald has the entire Mexican uh, nation with uh, beans in their pants, just jumping around. All right. Well said, sir. Well said. <laughs> now that's right. Tony's in Dallas. <laughs> Tony, he didn't call them stoic beans. He did not call them, them regular beans. beans. <laughs> what's hey, up, what's Tone? Up, how you doing? Excellent. How are you, sir? Great. Uh, I love this topic. A, I'm an ex-Catholic, Portuguese Catholic. Uh, B, I changed political parties because of religion. I used to be a registered Republican up in Massachusetts until I moved to Georgia and became a Democrat because of... Uh, the fact that a lot of people down here, particularly uh, Republicans, don't know how to keep religion out of the out of politics, so I, I became a Democrat. As far as the Donald Trump, Donald Trump is the one who's calling himself a Christian, and just like uh, all the other Republicans, and holding the Bible up all the time. So if they're doing something that's not Christian, you know, like keep the Muslims out, keep the Mexicans out, something that's not really a Christian value, yeah, the Pope does have the right to say something about that. The, the ironic part of all of this, and, and Justin Farmer mentioned earlier on the show that uh, Trump's fellow candidates, uh, Rubio and Bush, are coming to uh, Trump's defense on this. It, there are many people that have been questioning Trump's religious beliefs and values. I mean, what was it, the two Corinthians thing that he, he did? <laughs> yeah, at yeah. the? Uh, but now hey, that Mark. the Pope does, uh, they're, they're fighting back on that. Mark, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Right? What should the Pope be preaching? I mean, the Pope is preaching love, he's teaching respect, he's teaching all the things that I think Jesus would be teaching. Why would, I mean, if Jesus was alive right now and came down to earth, I mean, who would he be voting for? For the guy who's saying, let's help all the poor people, and help the, all the guys who say, well, uh, let's, go, let's keep these people out, let's, keep, let's help the rich. I mean, who, should, who do you think Jesus would be voting for? Uh, I can't comment on that as, as right. someone not being a Christian, but from what my understanding... Jesus seemed kind of liberal, didn't he? I mean, he was—he might be voting for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what uh, what Pope Francis said today. I think this is translated from his native tongue. Right. But, um, quote: A person who thinks only about building walls wherever they may be and not building bridges is not a Christian. That is the quote from Pope Francis. So uh, I think he wants Donald Trump to build more bridges as opposed to walls. I don't know where that fits into the uh, Catholic dogma, but that's what he said. Bruce is incoming. Bruce, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Bruce here. You there. What up, buddy? I love you guys' show. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Um, got, I got two opinions. I, I agree with the Pope, and I disagree with the Pope. On the one hand, I don't think you can judge someone's faith based on uh, political policy like immigration. But on the other hand, I don't think that Trump is an actual Christian. And I'm not trying to judge his heart, because... Nobody can tell what's in someone's heart, but, you know, I can't just up and say I'm a Buddhist or all of a sudden now I'm a Hindu. You have to practice the religion. You have to walk out the tenets of the religion. And so with Christianity, one of the major points is forgiveness. Trump said in an interview that he's never asked God for forgiveness, but as an evangelical, I believe that we should be humble. We should recognize we've all failed. We've all deserved you know, to be punished or to not be friends with God based on our selfishness and pride and lust and stuff like that. We need God's forgiveness, and that's the whole reason that Jesus came to die on the cross, to pay our penalty for us. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't 
have that personal friendship with him and ask him to forgive you. You can't really call yourself a Christian. You know, I'm not trying to judge him. You know, who knows what's in his heart, but by his own words, he said that he doesn't even ask forgiveness. Well said, Bruce. I appreciate it. So he he agrees and disagrees with the Pope. Bu, B-U in Atlanta? How do I pronounce that? Yeah, boo. Boo! What's yeah. up, boo? Yeah, how are you, sir? Excellent. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I, I got to come in on, on the Pope and the Donald Trumps. Uh, first of all, um, the Catholic leader uh, in the past did not go into the public uh, and tell the people who we vote for or who we should not vote for. And the second thing is, uh, uh, Catholic leader, he's not a church, so he, he can't tell, hey, this guy Catholic, this guy not Catholic, or this guy uh, Christian, or not Christian. So what I'm confusing is, because I think he will mistranslate, mistranslate, because I just heard you just say it. He said the Christian did not build a wall, build a bridge. So he didn't say anything about Trump or anything about. No, he he mentioned he did mention Trump by name in in this. Uh, Trump, in, Trump by name. Yeah, I, um, let me let me see if I can Longoria. Can I can I play that again? Sure. I know I don't have the full audio here, and that's that's mm. my bad. I should have uh, gotten the full audio. Let's see at mm-hmm. two fifteen. All right, this is what the uh, just the beginning of this is. I mean, mm. you, you hear the Pope mention the the Trump's name. The Pope mentioned the Trump. Hang on. Republicano Donald Trump. Asked about Trump's See, right immigration there, he said, proposal. He, he said his name. So, I mean, he was oh. definitely talking about him. I, I don't know. Uh, let's try to find the whole audio of uh, of the Pope there. Tom's in Cartersville. Tom, you, th- uh, Tom, you think the Pope is being misquoted? Yeah, I think that a part of the conversation is being left out, and I, I'm kind of glad that you're actually trying to find it and, and play it all because he was very careful when he said, what he said and he said if he had said that and then he said if you only focus on a wall and not on bridges so oh i see what you're saying everything he said gotcha with, with an if and and everybody's leaving that out the entire media is leaving it out and i think it's it's just one of those that's I, that I, changes know, everything tom all the time that you know? that absolutely changes everything though if he says if before yeah. the yeah no I see what you're saying let me try to find the whole audio I hope you do yeah because that that sheds a, a bunch of new light on the story for sure well it's just the truth and that's why it needs to be the whole truth you know and look uh, at you to Tom a couple look, of things up with your couple of other callers if uh, they're Methodist or if they're Presbyterian they're still Protestant and Jesus is alive and that's all I got Tom you're early running for star of the show my friend. <laughs> Good call. All right, let's try to let's effort to find that audio, Longoria. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is Throwback Thursday on The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. You've given me a true Republican of Donald Trump. Taking questions from reporters as he returned to the Vatican from a visit to Mexico and its border with the U.S., Pope Francis said a person who talks only of building walls and not bridges is, quote, not Christian. The question was specifically about Donald Trump and whether the Pope believes Catholics should vote for him. Francis said he wouldn't tell Americans for whom they should vote and that he's willing to give Trump the benefit of the doubt. 
Stephen Portnoy, CBS News. That's the closest I can find to, uh, I can't find the full audio, but that, that sheds a little more light into the situation. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Preach, brother. Welks, man. I'm going to take a middle of the road on this to a degree. I think the Pope was kind of harsh in the fact that he said that Donald Trump wasn't a true Christian because he wants to build a wall. But at the same time, I think Trump, you know, warrants the criticism a little bit because part of my undecided, and I'm part of Aaron decided, is that Trump doesn't provide a whole lot of details. He talks about building the wall, but he doesn't talk about who gets to come across the bridge and who, you know, gets denied access to the bridge. So, you know, I I think Trump needs to be a little bit more detailed, but I think the the Pope was harsh and didn't need to say what he said about Trump not being a Christian. Well, I, again, it's uh, if we if we, if the last caller is to be believed, and I, I will try to find that audio. He says, if someone only tries to build walls and doesn't try to build bridges, then they're not a Christian. And if that if if he if it's if phrased like that, then uh, I think that's more palpable to the senses. To the stoic senses of Longoria. We're going to come back with your calls. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review, 404 872 Outside Atlanta, 1 800 WSB Talk. On Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Oh, baby. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24 hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. And let me tell you something. Unless you're in Temple, it does not get any more Jewish than this. He packed in animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the Jeff and him. Tell me about the master play. to the show 11 36 24 in front of midnight 48 degrees on Peachtree street you get kirk mellish's full forecast every six minutes tomorrow morning starting at 4 30 a.m on atlanta's evening or morning news with uh, scott slade my days are upside down Longoria's here jazzercise is here johnny kilbasa will join us shortly with a fast food review campaign 2016 uh we didn't think it'd get any weirder but it did today when uh the pope said Donald Trump's name by name. Said he needs to build more bridges and less walls. Your thoughts on mixing religion and politics? 69 million Catholics in the U.S. Um, not having Trump, uh, not having the Pope on his side, does that hurt Trump in the election or not? 404-872-0751-800 WSB-TALK. Tony is up on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Tony. Priest, guys. Welks, buddy. Well, first off, uh, relative uh, to uh, Langoria, uh, he is definitely uh, stoic, according to uh, the uh, Collegiate Dictionary here. Uh, I agree. He is uh, one who suffers without complaining. <laughs> Bam! There you go. Difference to pain. <laughs> He's like Jazzercise, but Jazzercise, he ran in place for two hours and he got paid. Longoria's been doing crunches for two hours. Yeah, uh, and crunching he, chips. Well, he's only getting paid, you know, minimum wage or something like that. No, no, he's uh, he's balling now. Longoria's yeah, now balling. You know, I, I find it just so crazy that younger generation might, uh, you know, I can understand 
you know, a little bit of this, uh, you know, uh, racial overtone with stoic uh, equating to Mexican, but it really, as an older guy, 60-plus years old, it really doesn't, you know, uh, resonate with me. Now, as a Roman Catholic, I must say this. I am not a fan of this pope whatsoever. And if you take a look at this pope and how he has tried to attract the younger millennials and the younger group of folks out there, as well as, you know, people from other countries, that's what he's all about. He in, has purposely become a lightning rod. He has gotten into not just the United States' business as of uh, earlier today with his comments about Trump and any sort of uh, veiled connection to any of the other Republican candidates. He's gotten into everybody else's business. And I've got a bit of an issue with that as a Roman Catholic. You know, when if you keep on speaking about all of the world's troubles and all that, it almost becomes like the boy that cried wolf. People start to tune you out. Previous popes, they spoke out when there was genocide and really, really bad stuff going down. Well, I mean, sometimes they didn't speak out on the genocide part. Well, that, that would be true <laughs> as well. I mean, for a lot of times they did not, yeah. historically speaking. So, you know, in that regard, you know, I do have quite a bit of an issue with uh, him. Look, look, real two quick questions, because uh, I really do appreciate your opinion, Tony. Question number one. Um, I'm assuming I already know the answer to this. What what the Pope says will not impact your voting schedule or scheme or whatever? No, not whatsoever. Okay, I mean, question number two. Yeah, go ahead. Um, if a Catholic was running for president, would that impact your vote? Uh, would you prefer to vote? You know, if a Catholic goes on the ballot, would you tend to vote for the Catholic uh, ahead of a Protestant or whatever? No, because uh, when uh, now I wasn't old enough to vote when uh, Kennedy was mm -hmm. a candidate, but uh, my uh, mom and dad they were split. My dad only voted Republican. My mom voted for uh, Kennedy. And one last thing to leave you with is this: is that listening to the talking heads leading up to uh, what happened in uh, the uh, town hall meeting on CNN, they very specifically said that Donald Trump calls himself an evangelical. So, you know, for all of those people out there that, you know, want to say that he's this, that, or the third, as the kids would say, he calls himself an evangelical. I'll go with that. And if I wish to vote for Trump, I sure will. You got it. Thanks, Tone. Uh, Marco Rubio, by the way, not Roman Catholic. He was Roman Catholic from age 8 to 11, and then he and his family attended the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints while he was living in Las Vegas. I just assumed he would have been yeah. Catholic, but not not Catholic. Um Bob's in Lake Spivey. Bob, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Uh, I just wanted to uh, see if I could clarify a little misinformation that one of your previous callers Please. Uh, had. Um, I'm a Roman Catholic. Uh, I have uh, grew up in the Catholic Church, and we have no uh, problems getting along with Protestants. I didn't think so. The Catholic Church really believes that if a person believes in God, no matter whether he's a you know a Catholic, a Baptist, a Episcopalian, or a Methodist, or whatever, if you live a good life, if you live a good life, and and try to uh, you know be a good person, it doesn't make any difference what religion you are, and and this this is. This is just misinformation that the Protestant religions and the Catholic religions don't get along. Now, historically, there have been issues, but I, I don't think there. You know, there's nothing deep seated. There's nothing cooking right now between the two religions. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. 
And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, We Do Not Want to Know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in cheese, and I aim to please, and I covered in bacon. I'm here for the taking. And what can you do, whether there's echo in the microphone or not? What do you, you got a you got a full house there? What's going on? Yeah, I, I mean, I usually broadcast in front of a live studio audience, and sometimes the uh, technical interns we hire are better than the others. Understood. But anyway, Understood. It doesn't matter, because we're in the big time, and happy Lent to everybody, obviously. And um, whenever it comes to Lent, we have to remind everybody that, uh, hey, if you don't eat fish on Friday, you're going straight to hell. That's right. The Pope said That's that today, I, like I think. Everybody. The Pope said so that in Mexico. Cel- <laughs> exactly. So in celebration of that, I'd like to give everybody a breakdown of your fish sandwich choices from the big three slash big four fish sandwiches and fast food just for you. All right. Let's go straight away, Johnny K. All right. I'm sure we don't have much time. Let's go Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's. But there can't just be a big three when it comes to fish sandwiches. we got to throw in Long John Silver's. Ooh, okay. Because they're not normally part of the big four, but today, because there's fish, <laughs> we got to throw in them in. They're big time they now. Are, yeah, they're Lenten big time. For whatever, what is it, uh, Longoria? Is it 90 days? What is it? 40 days and 40 nights. There you go, 40 days, 40 nights. It's like the first full moon after something, I forget. I don't have a calculator to figure out, figure it out. But anyway. Excluding Sundays. Right, so what do we got on the plate? We've got three different things. Obviously, we've always got McDonald's filet of fish It never changes. It's bun. It's a classic. Cheese. Yeah, it's a classic bun. Tartar sauce, cheese, square fillet of some sort of fish. They say it's wild caught. They don't say exactly where it's from. And a couple buns. Now, if you go to Burger King, <laughs> a couple buns. Yeah, I mean they they don't they don't have to come up with any marketing for the fillet of fish. It like is the, yeah, the fillet of fish. Places. Everyone knows it exactly. Exactly. So once again, and I think the big news here is Burger King because they are hijacking our favorite bun on the planet, they're taking the regular chicken sandwich bun and they're putting an extra-long fish sandwich. I mean, Mark, we've been talking about it for months. They've been putting everything they can think of on this extra-long bun. Correct. I mean, we, we, we had the, uh, what was it, the extra-long sriracha burger, the extra-long whatever burger. Now we've got the extra-long fish sandwich, which harkens back to the whaler, which... Oh, I love you know go to whaler. go to YouTube and search Whaler the Whaler and see the the great commercials that they had in the early eighties back when they had the styrofoam containers on everything and they they said oh no here comes the Whaler it was like Jaws and and styrofoam before everybody thought styrofoam was the worst thing but hey extra long fish sandwich from Burger King I think is better than the fillet of fish. On a one-to-one basis. Now, if you want to go fancy, you want to go uptown, Wendy's always has the uptown fancy fish sandwich. It's North Pacific Cod with their, hey, panko, hey, panko, (laughs) hey, panko breading. Not a fan, Johnny? No, I love panko breading. It's just funny 
that panko, everybody thinks, foodies love panko breading, but all panko breading is is breading without the, uh, without the crust on the bread. So, you know, if you want to have finger sandwiches and you cut the brown parts out of your Wonder Bread, uh-huh. that's panko. There that's you all go. panko is. <laughs> it's just a white part of the bread without the round part. Understood. So, you know, don't get, don't get caught up in the hype, people that are going to Wendy's because you think you're fancy getting the North Pacific cod. So it's North Pacific cod at Wendy's. It's Alaskan Pollock at Burger King. But then... McDonald's doesn't care. They don't care. <laughs> they, don't care. they don't even no, tell you what it they're is. Like, you know, they, they say wild-caught fish. Honestly, they say wild-caught fish. They don't care if it's from North Atlantic or the North Indian Ocean. Chattahoochee. They don't care. Exactly, yeah. You, <laughs> you wanna, yeah we got a couple of buddies down on the Chattahoochee ripping them out on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> they, they don't care. As long as you can put cheese and tartar sauce on Boom. it. Boom. Okay. But listen. Yes. Long John Silvers. That's our buddy. LJS. They'll give you five ninety nine. They'll give you. you, you don't, they don't care where it's from. You want North <laughs> Pacific cod? You want North Pacific pollock? It's right there. They'll give you a couple hush puppies and fries to go along with. I it. want Lake so Erie perch. <laughs> Lake Erie perch is good. You can get that, and you know what they give you with Lake Erie perch instead of just fries and a coke. What's that? They give you coleslaw. And or applesauce and cottage cheese. Holy smokes! Right, yeah. I want applesauce you, and cottage cheese. I don't want and yeah. or. Right, and and what I've seen, you know, what old ladies like to do in Ohio. What's that? They like to get a bowl and split it in half. Yeah, I can't half do cottage that. cheese, half applesauce. I've never seen anything like that. No. But if you try it. Split it right down the middle with your spoon, and you're in heaven. <laughs> That's against my religion. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not to jump in, Johnny, but um, I have been enjoying, and Longari can back me up on this, the King Hawaiian fish sandwich at Arby's. Okay. That um, is... Oh, wow. It is really... Yeah, DeMarco just popped up on that one. The flatbread one also. Hey, DeMarco. I haven't had the flatbread the flat one. Bre- I haven't... Yeah, that's the only one that I've had, the flatbread. I love flatbread, and hey, that one is... Pretty pretty much the best to me. I've I've had that twice in the last two weeks. The uh, the one from Arby's with the King Hawaiian bun. It's the deluxe. It's got lettuce, tomato, cheese, deluxe tartar sauce. <laughs> um, it's fantastic. And Longoria broke his Arby's virginity recently. I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I love it when I spend all day researching three, three or four things. And you bring up a fourth thing that I haven't talked about. In months. Well, it's not it's not one of the big three, so you know it's not in this review. But just as an FYI, I guess it would be right. Yeah, no, I was going to talk about that next week because Lent's like five. Forty days, forty nights. Forty days, forty nights. Yeah, right. Awesome. <laughs> hey, I, I love fish sandwich season on the Mark Aram show, Johnny. Just for, to apologize for you, I'm going to play the uh, 1983 Burger King Return of the Whaler commercial for yeah. you. Will you forgive me? No, I love this. All this, right. is, this is my sympathy for the devil or stairway to heaven. <laughs> All right. Here we go. 1983 Burger King, the return of the whaler. Just Woo! when you thought this was the big fish in the sea, Burger King brings back the whaler. A crispy golden fish fillet. Tender, all-white meat, topped with creamy tartar sauce. The Whaler, so big, so tempting, so... The Whaler doesn't get swallowed up by the bun like some others do. You know who, yes, you know who. 
Aren't you hungry for the Burger King Whaler now? I don't remember that at all. by the bun. Now, the Whaler came on a sesame seed bun back in the day. You're right. It was a Whopper bun, essentially. Interesting. Yeah. And and that was that they had the they had the styrofoam clamping going exactly. They should call the extra long fish sandwich the sandwich the whaler. I don't know why they didn't. I agree. Probably because Burger King marketing department wasn't alive during the early eighties, <laughs> but whatever. It's possible. Johnny K, we got to run. We appreciate you as always. And. If the fish sandwich is high, so am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilboss. At Johnny Kilboss. Appreciate you, bruh. It's time, bruh. We'll be right back. One segment to go. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Throwback Thursday with... The Supremes. This is the Mark Air Show. This is Pope Francis. You listen... Mark Adams show. My second favorite Jew. God bless America. (laughs) I found it. I forgot about that. Little clarification here. I I raised some people's uh, eyebrows when I was talking about Rubio's religion. This is what you get for looking at Wikipedia. Uh, I did a quick search. (laughs) So apparently Rubio was a Mormon for a couple years. Um, But now he's Roman Catholic. But he often attends a Southern Baptist megachurch. So, okay. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, kind of all over the place. Yeah, but apparently he, for a few years he was in the Church of Latter-day Saints after being a Catholic, but then was confirmed Catholic, but now goes to a Baptist church. So um, he, he's, oh, he's, co- kinds of he's covering all the bases. <laughs> and now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Jazzercise didn't jazz. Longoria. I'm going to give it to Longoria. Apparently being stoic is a bad thing. That's racist. I wouldn't think so. I'm a racist bastard. So uh, Longoria, (laughs) as reparations for me calling you stoic, uh, you get the star of the show. So put him on the board. Uh, Sorry, Jazzercise. Nice. I didn't earn it today. You came in second. (laughs) I was a distant third. Uh, I don't even know what we're going to have on the show tomorrow, but it'll be fun. Uh, In the meantime, we can continue the conversation on Twitter. At Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. Now, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you eat pretty baby. Don't you eat pretty baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no other loving baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.